0: Welcome to NFP, the non-fungible podcast with your host, decline Hey, this is the non-fungible podcast, NFP with decline Now you can find this podcast and you can dive deeper into blockchain trends on Cointelegraph magazine. Just go to cointelegraph.com slash magazine. Today... I have a very special guest. He's an artist, producer, DJ, songwriter, the founder of Creator Records. It's Alex Parker. Alex Parker, welcome to NFP.
1: Hello. Thanks for making me here. I'm Hi, happy Darren. to have you.
0: Yeah. So you were just showing me your view from the apartment
1: there in Romania. Beautiful view. Yeah, thank you. I'll show you one more time because <laughs> I want to be...
0: <laughs> this is audio, so the audio, the, you'll have to describe it to listeners because the, this is okay, audio. Okay, okay. Then, um, <laughs> the view is amazing. That's <laughs> it's a park yeah. view with a you know
1: huge uh, wheel, and uh that's it. You yeah, the the,
0: the the giant Ferris
1: wheel, and
0: yeah, it's very yeah. scenic.
1: Yeah, yeah. You were saying this is where you grew up? Yeah, this is my grandma's apartment, and. I stood here till I was like 30 or something. Okay. So uh, yeah, throwback time.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That's nice that you could visit. We were just saying before the show how things are slowly opening up where I am in Canada. It feels to me like we're maybe a little behind you. You were saying people have already been vaccinated there in Romania for a while and things yeah, have opened back up Everything is pretty
1: much, yeah, open up and uh, the restrictions are pretty off. but you never know when a new wave comes. So we gotta be well, prepared yeah. and also We got to keep our masks in, you know, crowded places. Mm -hmm. But a few festivals have just been announced, so Mm -hmm. it looks That must be awesome for you, though.
0: I mean, like, as a DJ, I've talked to a number of DJs, and they're all, like, super pumped about just things reopening. Gareth Emery was one that I spoke to a few weeks ago, and just seeing footage of him performing um, and just the energy of the crowds again. You Know that must be an awesome feeling having that back,
1: yeah. And I bet the crowds are now even crazier because they just build it up the heat in the houses and now they're just exploding by, yeah. seeing All everything is back to normal, energy, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you, of course, you've you kind of became uh well known for this little wind turbine event that happened where you were the first, is this correct? The
1: first, it's uh... correct, it's funny because five days ago I just so another one performing it. Is that right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on this popular And they're like, We're baseball. the first <laughs> And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> that's that's just not fair. <laughs> but in the end, yeah, it's that just, just, a just lot. cool. Cause... yeah, yeah. And I also saw some a cool set actually from like one year ago from a drum and bass group. I can't remember the name, but that was pretty cool because the wind turbine was pretty was bigger and they had like this capsule inside, so it was like an indoor thing indoor what Explain. i did yeah yeah like the winderman from that video had this um, place with uh, windows and stuff where you could gather so it was much i um, see what you're saying i was going to say an you know?
0: indoor wind turbine i don't know if there'd be much point
1: no, no, that indoor, you know. <laughs> I'm joking. You got the idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm being an idiot. so yeah. <laughs> But, you know, there are these stick things uh, that are acting, uh, are transferring kinetic energy. They're not turbines, but they are just like some big uh, cylindrical objects. Okay. That by being waved by the, you know, the wind. Yes. They're transferring the energy and working on the same principle as a one turbine, but it's not having, the, you know, the. Fans, it's just an object that keeps uh, bending, and from the energy that's being transferred it's in the bend, it's just flexing from the wind, right? Yeah, it's yeah, flexing yeah, yeah. for the wind, and the flexing it's transforming to energy.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. There's lots of innovations yeah. there. Is that something that it's from my impression of reading up on you? That's pretty important to you, the whole idea of just unconventional energy sources Yeah, well, and I like global to discover things, like issues I with environmental issues and so
1: have forth. Yeah, I just hope one day i have enough resources to start making my own you know research thing like uh finding uh, cures for problems that are you know in our lives mm-hmm. like i just have the you know i talked in another interview that my ears are bugging me since i was 17 because i got it you know that white noise thing but high pitch thing oh tinnitus. tinnitus yeah tinnitus yeah mm-hmm. and uh I'm just uh, making for like four years constant research and, you know, discussing the subject because I I think we can nail it in the end, just maybe by stem cell, maybe by just rewriting the way the brain interprets that signal because now it's an electrical impulse and from the ears. So, you know, that Elon has this Neuralink uh, Ah. thing. So that's uh, the whole, um, I mean, the bigger picture with the release, you know, because if you saw the, Sorry for that. If you saw the "I Want the Money" music video, I think you saw the Elon Musk reference.
0: Yes. Oh, let's talk so, about uh, this. So your latest release. Yeah. I want the money. It's uh, Hera is the the singer in the piece. And yeah. Of the course, and have, songwriter. Yes. Okay. And you have a ton of references in the piece, of course, to crypto, and it's kind of all about that. And you you want to talk about the video and talk about the piece? Sure. Let's go so uh,
1: th- that music video is a pretty big adventure of mine because um mm-hmm. it took us like one month to finish the whole thing and mm-hmm. that's pretty that's a lot for a music video and uh, what we did then though, was pretty intense was the whole city building you know that in the scenes it all happens in a city where i'm a giant and you know the dancer is also a giant yeah so, uh, it's a cool yeah. video Thank you so much. Yeah, it was um, directed by my friend Isabella Santo, uh-huh. and uh, I just had this whole bag of references, like you know the crypto pop culture things, like the Dogecoin, the AMC Jimmy E things, the Wall Street Bets meme, which I portrayed it basically. Yeah, and uh, you know I just talked to her and told her about this phenomenon because she wasn't really aware of how big okay. this is. And uh, she came up with the script and then we started, you know, working on how to get this to life. So I just called uh, a friend of mine and asked him, hey, you know, this uh, Elrond thing, the cryptocurrency from our country. We got to make somehow them aware that we have this song and thing because it's very crypto related and they're just mm-hmm. our neighbors. I mean, they're from I'm from Bucharest. They're from Sibiu. It's like a three hour drive. OK, so I was this thinking, is the Elrond really... network
0: you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, it was one phone call away. Imagine that. I just called <laughs> one of the big guys from there and send them the song and the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, OK, we'll call you five minutes after we listen. And then they we're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Let's do it. So we teamed up and I really wanted to get into the NFT game. Yeah. So um, on the 5th of July, the NFT will be live. And the cool thing is that it's going to be the first NFT from their platform.
0: Oh, so right.
1: Okay. with this MyR app, they're making a new upgrade. So the app from a simple eagle wallet will transform into a um, NFT thing. Like, yep. uh, like for storing your NFT Platform. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can mint them and you can also, you know, send it between friends and stuff like okay. social... Okay it has the social media thing if you mm-hmm. have friends on the app you, you can you know share an nft or whatever and the bigger thing you know of course is the exchange so the app will also be an exchange and this so is imagine...
0: IR, for listeners i think that's m a i r m a i a r yeah. correct
1: yeah. yeah yeah exactly and i believe that's pretty pretty cool i mean it's an app that you also have like it's a combination of facebook with binance and with OpenSea. Yeah, yeah. It's all, all kind of packed together. Place. Yeah. Well, and, and with
0: Elrond, I mean, obviously, one of the advantages being because it's a uh, secure proof of stake technology, I believe. Yeah. It's also... You don't have all those fees that you would normally have with.
1: That's the biggest thing. I mean, I from what i studied, the classic NFT minting ranges from, I don't know, 50 to $500. So yeah. Yeah, I've paid it a can few be... hundred bucks sometimes. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. The gas fees are pretty... I mean, I also... I like to trade from time to time. It's just like I like a hobby. I mean, I'm just starting some Telegram groups and, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes in the weekends it's fun and you get some signals and you just play with like a high-tech gambling, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, it hasn't been so
0: fun. I don't know if you saw the prices the last day or
1: two. It's not. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm pretty pretty much uh, studying the shorting thing. How to short. Uh Yeah. If you short it with leverage, it's also fun. I mean, a lot of YouTubers are too, you know, they're moon boys, how they call them. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they just uh, keep bragging about the price. And they're just, I don't know, creating fun. But I think the real traders are not. Talking that much and are just shorting it because a lot of you know hedge funds and stuff like that are based on shorting so shorting is fun as well mm-hmm.
0: of course you can get burned either way because there's gonna, there's going to come some point some price point where some big party i don't know michael saylor or somebody
1: yeah will just come yeah. in and
0: buy you know i don't know a billion dollars of bitcoin and all, yeah, of a sudden, well, you know, it's all those shorts get destroyed
1: right man i, I feel so anxious about Charts when I looking at them because you know I'm also part of the game with some investments so mm-hmm. it makes myself it makes me cry sometimes but uh, the, you know the big picture is from a fundamental point of view everything is going great I mean the gold price is getting at a recent all time low I mean
0: yeah
1: in the last seven years it hasn't passed the all time high so yep. Uh, also, you know, what do you the, think is El some Salvatore... of that money
0: moving out of gold into things like Bitcoin? What do you think?
1: Yeah. Where, where else could they go? Yeah. I mean, just by starting well, the market, stocks, them, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I just think that, you know, fundamentally it's pretty good that the El Salvatore news. It's history. I mean, it's a country where they have Bitcoin, you know, in the blows and everything that's amazing. That's, right? Yeah. That's amazing. And I heard that other African countries are following right now the same trend. And uh, it's unstoppable.
0: You know, know, there will be other countries who will do the same thing. And it's just, it's going to spread. And they can try to stop it. They cannot stop it. There's things they can do to make it more difficult for people. But that will only drive it to those places where it will be used. It won't stop it.
1: Yeah. It's also the. You know what's china doing every year for some time i heard about the miners are living and stuff like that but on the other hand when you hear about a volcano mining thing that's also amazing i mean
0: yeah like i think it wasn't it. elon musk was saying okay well maybe we'll accept bitcoin if the energy is clean and then they were showing that i forget where i read it so don't quote me on this but it was okay. something like 75 percent of the energy that's used to mine Bitcoin is already renewable energy because yeah, there's an incentive to be as efficient as possible.
1: Right? Well, right now I'm thinking, why didn't I just plug the rig in that wine mill back then?
0: Sorry, I missed and that.
1: Like plugging a mining rig in the wine mill where I uh. mixed and leave it there because it's free energy. So yeah, yeah <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. also to <laughs> <laughs> mine some material. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: but you know, it, it is something that I I was hearing that uh, a lot of these mining operations that are shutting down in China, some of them are moving to Texas, I heard. I, I don't know if that's true or
1: not, but they're, yeah, they're going to spring
0: up somewhere else because they're not just going to pack up and
1: quit. Yeah, and anyway, it's pretty amazing. You can mine something like Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's pretty cool. I mean, imagine if you our state, and you decide to mine your own coin. You know, imagine the power a state has financially to build a mine farm and all that stuff. Yep.
0: Well, and more right importantly, not not their own central bank coin, but a decentralized
1: coin that's accepted worldwide. Yeah, and imagine the countries that have nuclear power. If you transfer nuclear power to mining. Yeah. Or
0: you talked about the volcano in El Salvador where they're using the geothermal energy to do it. And it's just, it's just energy that's just there. It's just going up in the air. So, so use it, right?
1: Well, that's a cool, like, this is the future. I mean, even with the NFTs, because a lot of people are asking, why are the NFTs so hyped? And of course, they're overhyped, from my Mm -hmm. opinion, because one year ago, they weren't that hyped. I mean, I knew what they are, but I never thought about it could be the next big thing. But imagine like 50 years from now, you know, reaches Mars and we got to start packing bags to move to Mars and you want to take some art with you on Mars. And you know how expensive it is to take an extra luggage at the airport, but imagine how expensive (laughs) it would be to take something with you in space into another planet. And uh, that's where the NFT solve the problem because you cannot take like a painting or an expensive guitar with you or, I don't know, some type of art that can be digitally evaluated so you just take the nfts and the holograms and the stuff that will exist in the future like they were showing us on star wars yep. some years ago yeah so can we talked th- a little I think
0: bit that's, about, sorry go ahead
1: yeah yeah i think that's where the nfts will actually prove valuable when we'll start to be a multiplanetary species interesting and, hmm. yeah so i just love the right
0: accessibility now. of it you know and you know, when I look at like younger people, I'm a teacher, you know, um, oh, I mean. a lot of younger people, they don't really see the same distinction with, you know, things like digital assets to them. They're they're just as real. Like if they're playing their games and they've got a, you know, a costume of some sort in that game, that's something that they'll pay real money for and they're proud of having it. Yeah. And it's it's irrelevant that it's not physical.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Like
0: a pair of exclusive
1: sneakers in the end. Yeah.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about that video, though, because you had um, this whole kind of of anti consumeristic kind of edge to it. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. So, you know, the video starts with uh, a quick uh, presenting of the city where you have some easter eggs like the bank it's called huddle bank and you have some mm-hmm. billboards with you know just huddle it and all that funny stuff you can find on the meme side of the crypto world and uh, then it goes into this um bedroom where the hero of the music view let's call it like that the girl is dominating a wall street wolf like you know when they become wealthy these rich guys they're just going to some mistresses to get you know you know with the self-esteem stuff and mm-hmm. all that and uh, then she robs the bank and then she escapes when gets like a get a free card out of jail thing like yes. in monopoly and uh yeah in, the, in this whole time the um, Wall Street bad meme. I mean, you know, the blind guy that's actually me. (laughs) Right. Uh, It's like the crypto God that just directs the stock is like a whale manipulator or something like that. Right. So uh, that's uh, the music video in a nutshell. But uh, of course, everything is synced with the music. And I could start speaking a little bit about the music as well. Mm -hmm. So this song uh, was pretty special to me that's why i um i was very careful upon releasing it because i had lots of opportunities in this two-year time frame because i made it two years ago while i was in my first la trip and my first la trip is a big reference point to me because it was the time i was like 24 back then where i saw the music world with a different point of view. I just understood, and everything connected to me at that point. Because all this time while I was in Bicarest in the studio, a lot of friends were talking, oh, you know, we got to go to LA. We a rich and I was like, what is this LA thing? What's happening there? Because I was already having hits in Romania on the radio, and also right. uh, the projects were going pretty well. I mean, last year I also started my record label. It's called Creator Records, where we released the song. And, um, you know, when I finally reached that point, I understood how big the industry is and what's happening with this whole thing. So that's when I started thinking a lot of more global and started taking bigger risks. Okay. Because everything is more edgy down there and it's more relevant. So Mm -hmm. you can get pretty much everything you want if you work for it so why not just work for the big thing so you know you can make a change you can go and make music that brings fans brings people together changes lives you know so i think that's the difference between what you can achieve by you know staying around here and working with the local artists you know you can get a hit from here like worldwide but uh, i think the career building thing is going much greater there in terms of you know music business and high class productions i'm not talking about like simple things i'm talking about a very big hustle Mm -hmm. so uh you know after i saw the crypto market is getting the biggest hype ever i just it clicked in my head man the song this is the time for the song Okay, I got I to gotta think about a music video. Okay, let's call it about Okay, listen, I have this and this and this. And then I was thinking, okay, how do I get to, you know, reach the right people? Okay, we got to start from, you know, the core. What mm-hmm. is the core? The crypto is the core. So, we got to start with the crypto. So, that's where I just made the phone call and made a connection. So, it felt that it was something that was meant to be. And mm-hmm. this is a very beautiful feeling because everything just clicks and at the video shooting you have no idea what things happen i mean you saw the guy that looks like Elon, right yes the
0: (laughs) with the dogecoin
1: with the doge dog we fought so we had two days of uh, filmmaking we had the first day where we shooted a city thing and the second day we shooted the other rooms and it was smart to have the
0: cone on the dog because that kind of you know, affirmed yeah, the yeah. Doge symbolism with yeah, the much exactly. wow and stuff.
1: And the we also had uh, that the scene was displayed for one week in New York in Times Square.
0: Oh, really? OK. Yeah.
1: We had some billboard ad in Times Square. And it was funny because I posted a picture from Times Square on the Reddit uh, Dogecoin, you know, subreddit. And they were like, oh, this is so cool. What's up with this? And they checked out the video. And uh-huh. that was pretty nice because, you know, the music video I didn't promote it that much. I went more like in an organic way and with the Aaron community because I want to start making a hype when the NFT comes out. So mm-hmm. we kind of released it one month earlier before the NFT because the NFT platform wasn't ready. But I think that's cool because you can just build something on the song itself from a music standpoint of you. So you're not making it just a crypto related thing. You're also associated with my music app. Of course. And that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's reflected more in like Spotify streams in the YouTube views for listeners. And then you go with the NFT thing. So you treat each community with a different approach and a very cool thing that's happening after the NFT is released is a remix competition on oh. Skyo Skyo, it's a um, music w- website where artists can sign up to remix competitions. There are, it's a site used by very big uh, labels from around the world. And um, there will be a pretty big prize. I mean, the the first prize wins the official remix with promo campaign and a pair of generic monitors. Oh, and wow. the second and third place, yeah. The second and third place are also can be, we'll get like a relationship thing with the producers. We we'll started making Zoom calls and stuff wow. to, you know, basically it's a talent scouting thing. And which and website did uh, you say that was? Skyo S K I O. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. It's a uh, it's a pretty well known website for remix competition. They hosted okay. like the biggest ones so far. And um a lot of merch. Because uh, next week I'll be releasing my Alex Parker merch, which uh-huh. will be very connected with the crypto also. So okay. actually, after the call you can leave me your address. I give you a present. T-shirt. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's very kind, thank you.
1: Yeah, really, really. Because uh, it's a crypto related thing, but it's uh, it's uh, made by me and a friend. We designed the shirts, so they're manually knitted and uh, it's from eco cotton. Okay. And it's they're embroidered. Oh, very nice. So they also have the Alex Parker, you know, logo on the so they're more like this is a premium product, this is not like ordinary merchandise where you just buy five dollars T-shirts and put a patch on it and sell it for ten dollars this is like uh we worked with fashion specialists and we also want to make right now a deal with uh, the government here for it's a thing you can do if you sell clothes like for each shirt you are selling they plant a tree in a forest okay interesting and so are these
0: bought via the nft via Myr, or are they bought are people able to access these this merchandise with the nft oh or this will be
1: entirely- just on my website okay and, uh, okay okay. All, but i also want to do what you're saying because this is what i want to talk next week with the team if they want to actually publish the merch because it will be cool to buy merch with crypto totally and uh, yeah. the i plan I'm i'm i want to use the you know shopify website which is pretty much for easy setup with the merch, because otherwise it's pretty hard to right. you know open a new business for just selling clothes it's a different business so it's pretty hard yes. so a site like that ha- helps a lot but at the same time i'm not sure i didn't check it out but i'm pretty sure they're not uh, accepting crypto. so just by using the myr 4s would be another problem solver so but that's you, could, that, you could you um, could
0: Alex you could have like limited edition that's NFT and you must buy the NFT to get that particular shirt. Yeah, and we it's, do. Maybe we it's do one have that's it, we have you
1: or... we have free shirts. We have three okay, uh, okay. t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. This is also going to happen with the NFT. Okay. That's what I was talking with Christian from Elrond the, the new NFT specialist because we want to make the NFTs also relatable to real life things. Mm-hmm. This is more, much more fun. So there are some exclusive t-shirts that will be like a one-of-one copy. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Imagine your girlfriend puts in with red clothes and she destroys it.
0: (laughs) 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 No, I think that's going to be a big thing though, is just NFTs that are attached to things like merchandise from artists is, it's still relatively untapped. There's not a ton of it. There's a bit of it going on, of course. Uh, but it's kind of in the early stages, so.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love what Don Diablo. I don't know if you saw what he did. He did some cool NFTs with uh, some. Um, uh, did you say it? Justin Blau? Did you say? No, Don Diablo. Oh, Don Diablo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He did some uh, hologram NFTs. Like mm. you plug them into, you put a stick into hologram reader, and they just pop out. Oh, really? I think that's very cool. Yeah, that yeah, it's is, very yeah. cool. For sure yeah and i heard he sold it for a big Is that right? number okay. so yeah
0: yeah yeah it's interesting you know with the whole nft scene how certain things have sold for insane amounts i don't know if you follow any of these little trends like you know the bored apes and the uh you know the pickles and all this stuff or me bits or any of that stuff you follow any of that
1: yeah i know some of them they're pretty cool. and uh, it's sometimes I just feel like you know going to a 3d course and starting learning doing this kind of stuff because with music you know it's the music industry is like a very big contest like not everyone sees it this way but I believe that it's just a huge contest where the big prize is you know billboard and the platinum disc and all that stuff it's a big
0: competition yeah
1: yeah, but uh, on the side of the NFTs, it's also a big competition, but it's just a different approach because you can be like the biggest graphic designer and that makes you passable to sell it for big things. But if you, you can also get viral with something and then, I mean, look at the old memes from 10 to 15 years ago that are just right. sold for NFTs, you know, like the the girl that's uh, laughing and in the back there's a fire. Yeah. You know, yes, stuff yes, like that. yeah, that's sold for a good yeah. amount of money. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool because it's also has this um, high random thing that's cool about stuff in the Yeah, industry. for sure,
0: because it's not just people who are already like up there that can mm-hmm, have access mm-hmm. to that wealth, right? Like anybody can kind of maybe spark some kind of viral kind of hit and people can get into yeah. it because it's so, so accessible, this is, right?
1: This is basically like the number one reason I released earlier the video than the NFT. Because after the NFT is released, the people will already have uh, background information about the product itself. You're not just building it from zero, so it gets auctioned for, I don't know, $100 because it's not well known. But you can just get higher because you have all the background. Like how many publications wrote about it, how many streams it made, how good the people see it and feedback it. So I think it's a good uh, approach of the release itself because it, in the end it's something that was never done before it's the premiere of a crypto within the artist collab so yeah i'm just happy i put it off so is
0: it going to be like a one of one thing or are there going to be open edition like as many people can buy it as they want or what's the plan
1: well we have the og nfg like one one, like the whole mm-hmm. music video with the song on it but i'm also releasing um, a drop, you know, an NFT drop with uh, some shorter loops and, you know, GIFs and uh, mm-hmm. repeated videos that will have uh, a custom sound design, so the music will not be the same on, as the music video. And the video shoots their, themselves are not the same as the music video. We shot that separately, is on the same set, but it's not appearing in the music video. Okay. So it's, it's like a different... Uh, You know, it's like a sequel or a prequel exclusive outtakes. Yeah. And uh, on those, they also have like exclusive soundtracks and you can buy them as a whole. Okay. So on the OG NFT, of course, you cannot buy the rights of the song and all that stuff because it's already in the market. Sure. But but on these others, they will be yours totally. Oh, you know, so you can do whatever you want with them. Oh, really? Oh interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so this you're will kinda be like, handing
0: over that that copyright then, so to speak.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So this way we are having like two approaches and we can see how each of them perform and also how the public sees it and what do they value more, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's also a bit of a social I mean, yeah, somehow a social experiment because right. we'll get to see what's more appealing for the public.
0: That's kind of part just of the excitement of all of this is that it is all kind of experimental, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you're doing experiments, you can have unseen outcomes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have the left side where the worst thing that can happen, is you just maybe you don't sell it or you sell it for a poor price. But, you know, that's a that's a small margin. you small that. risk, that's too. All. Yeah, this is okay. Nothing happened. Okay, life goes on. We do another one. We're rethinking. But um, if it goes on the other way, that could be really cool because it can be even life changing. Right. The risk is much smaller than
0: the potential reward.
1: Yeah. And the cool thing about this is that if it gets like the right publicity, or let's say Elon sees the video, (laughs) because let's face it, we want Elon to see the video because. You don't know how he'd react but from what i see on the internet i mean i think he'll appreciate it and the effort and all that stuff i think and so. yeah. if elon yeah and if you get into the attention of elon each party wins i mean of course elrond would because if elon reads about elrond and he sees how green elrond is as a cryptocurrency mm. he'll just fall in love on the other side, if I get into his attention, not from an artistic point of view, because yeah, a DJ that's friendly with Dylan and all that stuff, yeah, that's cool, of course, everybody wants that. But the, can I just think? I told you the neural link, you know, the development yes. of things that could bring help to humanity. That's where I'm heading. Interesting. Yeah, and it's cool yeah. that there are more ways of you know, this happens, this happens, this happens, it happens. So. There are a lot of things that can happen, and when things happen, you know, life is beautiful because you're making things. You're not just staying and waiting for the time to pass. You're expanding. You're, you know, doing something with purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. Uh, you're doing something that's going to make a difference for somebody, or maybe for yourself.
1: Yeah, like Michael said in "Men in the Mirror," mm. I love that song. <laughs> Yeah, it's a classic. So what yeah. do
0: you what do you think? Uh, are you going to be doing more? Um, I, this I always find this interesting because you have the artists, you know, of course, you're streaming on pl- platforms, say, like Spotify, or whatever. But then you also have this NFT Avenue. And then so you know, say I'm a Spotify subscriber, right? And there's yeah. these NFTs. And it's like, oh, I can only get that music, you know, that's on an NFT. If I purchase the NFT, I'm not gonna have access to it on the streaming platform. Do you see that happening over time that more more of these works kind of move over to the NFT scene and maybe there's less available on these streaming platforms? Or what do you think?
1: I don't think that would be fair for the listeners and for the fans to to charge them extra. I mean, it's cool to make a collectible or something like that, but it depends. I mean, let's say you are like a 10 year old kid from New Jersey that uh, loves uh, your music and you're saying on the Internet, yeah, if you want to listen to this exclusive thing, you have to pay one hundred thousand and the key would be one hundred thousand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but my mother won't give me even one hundred dollars. And, uh, you know, that would make people, OK, I'm done with this guy. He just wants us to pay <laughs> for his things, you know, and I'm, I don't, I'm not sure it would be a good idea, but, you know, for the sake of marketing, of course, it's unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I wasn't quite thinking on that scale. I was thinking something along the lines of, you know, maybe people are purchasing a single for, you know, two, three, five dollars kind of idea that's not available on Spotify. No,
1: that would be that would be better. You know, that would be like a reversal through the music industry because the streaming platforms kind of killed the revenue of music in a way. Of course, it boosted it in other ways. But I am also a label manager, so I know all the rules of the game and Mm -hmm. all the incomes from, you know, music. And the artist is pretty much wrecked. Yeah, like you're not getting a ton of revenue
0: from Spotify.
1: Yeah, but you know why? Because of the way the labels are doing their contracts. Oh, because they know how to make the contract in order to give you a small slice of the streaming thing and they giving getting the, you know, the rest of the pizza. So, um, yeah, that's another thing that has to change if music has has to evolve, because there's a big gap between artists that are making lots of money and artists that are trying to get money. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no middle way there. You either get a lot, you either don't get anything. There aren't people just
0: doing okay in the middle.
1: Well, there saying. are some, but you know, it's not common. doing okay, it's frustrating. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And that happens because you know, when you have a recording, you have two types of rights you have the copyrights and you have the master rights. So, on the copyright side, you don't get too much. You get like on Spotify, let's say, you get like nine percent mm-hmm. of the whole, but you know, so your copyright is nine percent of the whole thing. But on that nine percent, you also have the publisher, which probably takes you like half. So then you have uh, four point five percent, but you're not doing a song by yourself. You're having minimum a producer and a songwriter. So let's say in the best case, a song is split in half. So for the from the four point five percent, you get two point twenty five, yep. you know, so.
0: Very small. Percentage. I don't know how good is
1: that. Yeah. From, yeah. you know. And uh, this is like the publishing, the master side. uh, Usually you get from the bigger the label, the smaller the percentage. So if you sign with a major, they usually give you like 20% of the whole thing. Yep. And uh, they take 80%, but that 20% you also want to split with the guys you work with or something like that, because that's how it's fair. So in the end, you don't get that much. Right. So that's why it's smart to have a label, because if you have a label, you know how to play with the rules because you can have this leverage you the know-how of how the industry works is a big leverage in the music mm-hmm. industry because if you don't know you know the laws and the, all that stuff you can get wrecked very easy
0: hmm. and
1: you get wrecked you're doing it yourself because you're signing the papers right so it's not like the other guys are thieves. no they're just thinking business because if you want to make a good business you got to take as much as you can. So, so is that what motivated
0: it, you to come up with Creator Records then?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is like uh, this was a very important part in my career because right now we're developing two pretty big artists like Olivia Adams. Search for her. She's pretty big. She has over one million TikTok followers. She has uh, three in a row hit song in Poland. Mm-hmm. Right now, her song is uh, number one Shazam in Poland. It's called uh, Stranger. And uh, she also has top 10 here in Romania. And uh, we're just building on each territory. So, you know, we're concurring, <laughs> conquering uh-huh. each territory uh-huh. step by step and by licensing to, to different countries and going to interviews and stuff. So, also we have Holy Molly, who's pretty big on Spotify. She had the uh, Menage trust song. Uh, one and a half year ago. yeah, That was top 10 in Germany. And uh, those are pretty cool achievements as a label and as a producer because, you know, it's a good card when you go to new sessions or when you go to business meetings and stuff like that. You show them your stats and you can start building totally new ways because people just trust you. They know you delivered and you know they know you'll do it again. So they want to be on the boat with you. Yep. So So what do you say to these,
0: you know, to new artists that are kind of feeling like, you know, you know, I'm sure there are many out there that are kind of pressured to go with these bigger labels because, you know, they think, okay, it's going to get me that visibility.
1: Yeah, well, it's up to them. It's a it's a big study here because, you know, a label can give you an advance or they can pay for your music video and your makeup and your song and your styling and everything. So they basically wrap you into a beautiful box and they put you on the shell and people start buying you. So that's a cool thing. What they have to do is pay attention to what they sign and the period, the way the contract just gets longer and longer itself if you don't cancel it at the right time. So just pay attention to what you sign and you know be true to yourself and be realistic because there is not any label in the world that can change your life if you don't, you know, make some effort. Right. You know, so I don't know if it's like a general purpose message to give. Just, you know, pay attention to what you're signing. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> go That's why your is important. <laughs> yeah, like go to a lawyer or talk to some friends from the industry. And the best thing to do is to just read the knowledge about how it works. Because mm-hmm. it, it's not that hard. It, it's just a book. I, I found a book on the internet three years ago i think it was seven dollars or something so yeah you just have to read the book about this and that's it Get it's a life-changing book if it. you're a, yep. yeah it's a life-changing book if you are if you're a musician yeah
0: yeah and so what's next uh so this this nft is out you said july 8th is that the date you said five, fifth. july five okay yeah and uh that'll be on myr which is running on the that's a wallet for the elrond network is that correct
1: exactly yes
0: okay and with that myr that's going to be something that you can use as an nft hosting platform and you can trade nfts via that yeah you app. can
1: you can trade them you can mint them you can do whatever you want and mm-hmm. uh, it's cool because at the beginning it's going to be an exclusive marketplace okay. so It will not be like, you know, there are 100,000 NFTs minted every day and you don't know what to buy, or, you know, it will be like uh, an art gallery. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, that happens a lot. I mean, I have some guys I'm, you know, I was looking on the internet randomly and I saw they were just posting random pics and putting like, I don't know, 1,000 Ethereum price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like it doesn't make any sense. You're just, you know, you're loading the blockchain with useless crap. And I don't think that's a good thing. (laughs) Right. Because you know, we as species tend to overflow things like, you know, how the UK has this garbage problem right now. They don't know what to do with the garbage anymore. Or even the Earth itself is surrounded by space garbage. Space debris, yes. Yeah, 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 like broken satellites and stuff like that. So it's just our nature. We are are pretty messy. I don't know. We got to be careful with this.
0: Yep, It's interesting to think about littering a blockchain. It's an interesting thought.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there are over 10,000 cryptos in the world right now, and they're just getting more and more. And the sad thing is all these scams, I mean, You know, these plug and run things that are happening. They're so scary. And it's it's pretty sad because there are a lot of people that are not investing what they're, you know, the biggest advice in trading is to invest what you're comfortable with losing. Right. And people are not doing this. I mean, I know a lot of guys that just borrowed money to get into crypto and then they got wrecked and imagine what you do so you borrow money to get more money but in the end you end up with no money and with a you know you gotta pay back what you borrowed so it's pretty scary
0: it can be devastating if people aren't careful and again it comes back to what you were saying before about educating yourself you know where a lot of people they just hop on the hype train when they saw prices going crazy and you know they want to be a part of that excitement. Um, and they they fall victim. It's kind of the, it's the gambling mentality, right? So yeah, you can definitely get burned.
1: Yeah, and also fear and greed are the most hardcore feelings you get while working with this stuff. So you gotta learn how to neglect your feelings and actually think with the brain not with the heart. That's extremely difficult to do. The temptation is so big, and I heard that professional traders actually are taking a lot of psychology classes and therapy Mm
0: -hmm. to
1: get their mind, you know, trained to do it this way. So I think that's pretty important as well. And I think that trading is not for anyone. I mean, huddling is much easier and you can just, you know, make a deposit for two or three years and it will just go up. That's inevitable. But if you start trading it and you're making small increments up and then you get one big candle down, you're just destroyed everything you built so far in a single last bad trade, you know, it's yeah. pretty scary as well. Yeah, I agree.
0: I Personally, I would think someone getting into it, probably the best approach is, Just put a little bit in and this is not going, I'm not, I'm going to say this is not financial advice because I don't want anybody coming after after me for that. But just, you know, maybe put in a little bit of money on a weekly basis, maybe, maybe a monthly basis, not enough. That's going to have any kind of financial impact on your life. Right. And you know, don't worry about it going up and down because like you said, two, three years from now, it's going to be above where it is now for the most part, if you're picking, you know, you don't want to buy crap, you know, yeah uh, yeah you know that's the other thing
1: everybody but what, what's your Doge opinion coin on and... yeah what's your opinion on these mean coins?
0: i think dogecoin you know long term it will it, people love it it's funny that i don't think dogecoin is gonna go away um you know i think it's obviously overly pri- high priced right now i would not buy it now you know um, well it's
1: 0.25 or something and it was 0.7 at. And- yeah
0: high. yeah but i mean it came from you still like, think it's high i
1: still feel like it's high, like it's high. Yeah, i mean it, yeah.
0: it was it's it's uh it's the inflation on dogecoin does gradually diminish but it's not like say bitcoin where there's a fixed supply like it, yeah
1: yeah you know, oh so, yeah all right
0: yeah. so it's it, for it to keep its value it's i don't know man i mean having said that i bought like Ten bucks worth of it in like twenty seventeen <laughs> for, for the laugh of it, and that was worth the other day like I don't know, I, I was as high as like two thousand dollars. Now it's down to I don't know six hundred bucks or something like that. Okay, okay, yeah, you know, cool. But you know, for ten dollars, it's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I I think a lot of these other ones, like you look at that ship ship coin or whatever it was called, yeah. you know. I don't know, man. I I personally am more comfortable with you know Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, a few other big ones. Uh, you ever look at Hicket Nunc, Tezos?
1: Uh, yeah, we have. have this you checked it out? On Revolut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. I don't know too much to be honest about the project, but uh, mm-hmm. I know it's a top fifty currency, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's also on this app we're using in Romania to get easy coins. Yeah. Well, on I mean, Elrond, of course, of course want... that's
0: going to get a lot more attention if it's got that NFT thing happening. Yeah,
1: right? yeah well, they already have this cool thing in Miami. They're friends with the mayor of Miami from what I saw, and they want to implement the Elrond blockchain on the city infrastructure and stuff Is that like right? that. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, I like that they are going global so much and they're not paying too much attention to the local thought that's here because mm-hmm. we had some issues with the. Some coins in Romania lately. I mean, all the other investors that you know, the coin was eight dollars uh-huh. last summer, and now now it's around eighty, but it was to, to uh-huh, uh-huh. two months ago. So imagine going at eight and selling at two hundred something. Pretty nice. And uh, then the other projects that were you know exposed here, they got rock so oh no yeah 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 we had a project like that yeah afterwards so but it was not a romanian one but you know the guys that promoted Elrond also promoted this one and oh okay yeah something yeah so then it kind but of tied, tied together in people's in minds their, yeah 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 so Elrond is like an animal it's not stopping that's so cool about it and It's cool from a tech point of view, not only it's not about hype, it's more about usability. I mean, you can pay your uh, studies with Eagle in Romania. They're accepting Eagle at some um, universities. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a good it's a cool store of value. And in the end, it will be pretty much, you know, all about usability at these coins because yeah. by time technology evolves they will find their use like yeah. in real life yeah and uh, you know i mean you know binance have their credit card which is amazing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. not the credit you know debit card
0: yeah
1: yeah i i use that a lot oh really okay so yeah yeah it's cool because i can just you know they have the fiat deposit on them so from your phone you just transfer whatever you want from okay. fiat to from crypto to fiat and you just pay with it nice so uh, i think problem solved i mean i think that card just made a connection and visa also are talking about you know going having usdt deposits so right the link between banking and stable coins will be i mean i think it's pretty close
0: yeah i think so you know the thing that's interesting is you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's going to be this one is going to be the one. But I feel like there's going to be hundreds of them
1: and, you know, people will just use. There's going to be such a variety. Well, actually, of I wonder ones. why it's not the switch making like the, you know, working on stable coins instead of classic banking, because the classic banking system is 70 years old. Yeah, it's so old. I mean, even the card payment thing, I think that technology is from the 90s or something.
0: I think they're scrambling. They're scrambling to try to get in a place where they can still make a lot of money off of the whole thing and, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. But, you know, blockchain really solves I mean, in music, it will solve so much. Like, you know, getting what you said, like paying for a song or making a streaming platform that pays artists in uh, crypto. That would be cool as well. There are existing ones, but, you know, they're not popular. And Mm -hmm. it's cool because you can see on the blockchain the truth. You don't have to call the label you call the accountant. Right. Call the guy that makes the Excel, you know, spreadsheets. So yep. that would be like a problem. So when you solve problems, it, it's cool that you are removing links between things because the more links are, you know, each one are withdrawing money through they're the all links. Taking they're taking a bit each. of your money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They either have a percentage or they just rip you off. So.
0: Yep. No, it's true. And it's interesting how I find in the news, they'll often talk about blockchain technology. And one of the bigger problems of it is a lack of transparency. And I'm like, how? What are you talking about? That's like one of the greatest advantages of it is that it is transparent. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting how that's portrayed in the news sometimes as if it's the opposite.
1: Yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. Because, you know, back in the days when Bitcoin was used for the Silk Road thing. Yeah. um, Yeah. Um, how you know the wallet was still visible but it's just the thing that even though the wallet is visible you don't know who owns it
0: right but i mean they can do things with ip tracing and stuff and figure out where a lot of these wallets are are living
1: yeah yeah but you know there's there are some coins that one of their feature is the uh you know the privacy yes i can't remember which one but it's a it's in the top top 50.
0: Okay. I think the Lightning Network on Bitcoin will offer some advantages in that regard.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's cool.
0: Are there privacy elements to Elrond? I don't even know.
1: Well, they have the... You know, all the wallets have this uh, phrase thing. Yeah. Where you have, like, random phrase, yeah. words that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They also have the... Um password like you know with you have to have like a letter case you know all that yep. stuff two-factor identification what i mean is
0: private transactions like transactions between people that somehow are you know off the, off the record so to speak
1: yeah i think i the thing is they'll introduce new tokens now with the update okay so it's not going to be only around it will be like an s you the there will be fungible tokens semi-fungible okay. tokens non-fungible tokens so they are pretty much covering everything
0: okay so it's a whole but you ecosystem. know i'm not I'm...
1: yeah and the ecosystem is pretty big i mean if you look at the roadmap and all their things it's pretty much one of the most amazing breakthroughs in technology from what we did here in romania yeah. yeah, And uh, it's not the first time it's happening. We also had. Uh, so this is the second Romanian unicorn, you know, uh, business with over one billion market cap. We also had another one two years ago, starting from here as well, that just okay. got listed at the, you know, in Wall Street. Okay. Yeah. So, so cool. things wow. are going right pretty on. well here. So yeah. are you also, uh, doing a lot been... of
0: live performances in the, the near future?
1: I don't know yet because things are just open. So yep. right now I'm in between, you know, talks with the Booking Edges and stuff. But we have some upcoming festivals. And uh, what I want to do is, uh, you know, after the NFT is released, I want to just go more and uh, get to work with uh, the U.S. Um, people. Okay. So I'm right now. Yeah, I'm starting working on my EB1 visa and all that stuff. Because uh-huh. I want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to start a business there as well. So I think it's pretty much exciting. Moving to L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Exciting. I mean, wow. at least going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool because it's just about the people i meeting there and the mutual, you know, views about music. So, of course. yeah the energy is there the yeah. innovation is there the excitement
0: yeah. is there for sure yeah
1: and the sun is there as well so it's yeah. uh, it's been raining for three weeks here I don't know what's happened <laughs> I feel like I'm in UK, in the UK so <laughs> I don't know
0: yeah I can empathize I'm up in Canada so you know cold cloudy ah, actually yeah, it's, pretty, I never it's, it's there, usually pretty I, sunny here where I live but
1: yeah man. yeah
0: so but it gets cold. <laughs> so hey thank you very much alex and uh, i wish you good luck with this upcoming nft sale on the myr uh platform with elron network that's july 5 i think you said
1: yep, yep. yeah
0: and uh, that's very exciting that you're the first nft on that platform
1: so congratulations on that thank you so much jerry it's pretty exciting i mean i'm i think it will be something cool and I don't know it's something you can talk to your kids about it in the future so yeah yeah you know when nfts will be big I say hey you know back in the days I also had GenFT nft job it was the point. I mean it's cool you know it's a tech <laughs> everything that's tech related it's cool for us the nerds because
0: well and you're part of history you're part of creating something in history
1: yeah 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 that's cool
0: right on well congratulations and uh yeah I wish you all the best with that
1: thank you so much man yeah have a beautiful day
0: You as well. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.